0: For this day's meditation, in Jesus' name, amen. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, in the Gospel of John, the apostle reveals a deep, a profound, and insightful doctrine. His disclosure is an intimate detail about the triune God, and it shows us who God is. Holy Scripture says, For God so loved the world, that He gave His only Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish, but have eternal life. This doctrine, this teaching about God from Holy Scripture is something acute. And yet it's all so overwhelming. Now I don't know about you, but one can hardly fathom the significance of such a statement. You see, here's the thing. Love is expressed in so many different ways. One can hardly fathom the significance of such a statement. Love is expressed here in an incomprehensible way. It is defined by giving someone something Of great value. And the greatest demonstration of this love is to give one's own life for another. You may recall a parallel to the love shown by giving oneself. For example, an act of love was shown when Abraham was willing to sacrifice his only son Isaac because he loved God. Abraham loved God in this way, that he was willing to give his only son. In a similar but indefinite greater way, God the Father demonstrates his love for the world by giving his one and only son. You see, here in John 3.16, where we read that God so loved the world, we have to understand the Greek word for word, the word soul. It doesn't mean so much. It is not that God loved the world so much that He gave His only Son, though of course He did, and we know that. The Greek word means in this way. So when we look at John 3.16, it is appropriately translated when we hear the words, God loved the world in this way, that He gave His one and only Son. Now, with that in mind, today is Trinity Sunday. And it is not a coincidence that John 3.16 is prefaced by a lengthy explanation of the work of the Holy Spirit. The Bible and the history of all of mankind are about this very same thing. God showing His love to you and to the world by giving His Son. And the giving of His Son is intertwined with the working of the Holy Spirit. See, it's been that way from the very beginning. Throughout all of history, God indeed kept loving the world by giving His Son. And He always gives His Son in connection with the Holy Spirit. Thus, as God demonstrates His love for the world again and again and again, we see the doctrine of the Holy Trinity being conveyed. In summary, understanding the doctrine of the Trinity begins by realizing that there is but one God, one being, one essence, and yet there are three distinct persons identified clearly in the Word of God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Scripture informs each of us of these three persons the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But yet, those three are completely and fully gods. And thus we say to the Father, there is no other god." And we can say to the Son of God, as Luther does in his famous hymn, A Mighty Fortress, there is no other god." And we can say of the Holy Spirit, there is no other gods. But still, as Holy Scripture repeats, there is only one God, one being, One essence. Now, truth be told, I don't know about you, but we cannot grasp the doctrine of the Trinity, yet we can only begin to understand God's love for the world. That is, if we believe in the doctrine of the Holy Trinity. Now, you won't find the word Trinity in the Bible. It's not anywhere in there. But the concept is. From beginning to the end of the holy wits, You will find the concept of the Holy Trinity. And you will find the doctrine of the Holy Trinity as you recognize one thing. And that's at the highlight of the salvation's history. God is loving the world by giving His only Son, intertwined with the working of the Holy Spirit. Nevertheless, for this day, the doctrine of the Holy Trinity, which we consider this day, is particular. It isn't some lifeless academic discussion. It's really a love story. One of the greatest that I might add. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. You see, here's the thing. God loved the world in this way. He gave his Son to create the world. We see that in Genesis chapter 1, and we find that in the beginning, the Father created the heavens and the earth, and that the Spirit was brooding over the waters and would breathe life into the watery world. And when God spoke, he was creating through his Son, with whom the world was designed to be uniquely intimate. But because of man's sinful nature, man rejected God's loving gifts of this creation. And thus man ceased to be intimately associated with the Son of God, who walked in the garden of paradise. You see, in rejecting God, man became, well, the walking dead. And as it were, a citizen of Satan's domain, as St. Paul reminds us in his letter to the Ephesians. After the fall into sin, God loved the world in this way. He gave His Son in the promise of salvation. And in His love, the Father promised the seed of the woman to conquer Satan. The Son is the heart of God's word of promise. And the Holy Spirit inspired the prophets to foresee the beautiful Savior, the one who fulfills God's promises. But God's loving promise of a Savior The Spirit powerfully breathed faith and hope into the ancient people's hearts. Theirs was an Old Testament faith that trusted in the coming Savior and a hope that yearned for eternal life. To save fallen man, as promised, God loved the world in this very way. He gave his Son to become flesh. The Father sent his Son into the world. And the Spirit caused the incarnation in the womb of Mary. And the Word, which is the Son, became flesh. You see, here's the thing, what Holy Trinity is all about. The world did not recognize or accept the Son of God, with whom there was to be intimacy. They rejected Him, and they proposed to kill the Son, the vineyard's owner as in John and Matthew's Gospel. Yet God loved the world in this way. He gave up His only Son right there on the cross to save this fallen world, to save His haters. The Father willed that the Son be given into their hands. And the Spirit guided the Son to obey the Father and be lifted up high on the cross. Jesus trusted the Spirit-led him out into the wilderness. You see, the Son submitted to His Father. He was crucified, He was dead, and He rose again. You see, the glorious thing is winning salvation for fallen mankind. is what the Holy Trinity is all about. And then it happens. God loved the world in this way. That He gave His Son to us by faith. The Father's desires, that's we would be saved by believing in Him who He has ascends. Believing in the Son whom for us died and rose again is the heart of Christianity. But the Spirit's power, we are given to believe that Jesus is the Christ. God continues to love the world in this way. He gives His Son to sinners through word and through sacraments. And the Father established the word and sacraments that we become His children. The preaching and bestowal of the sacraments convey Christ as our Lord and Savior. And the Holy Spirit of old still works, though the preached and sacramental word, to bring new birth and faith to each and to every one of us. Finally, God loves the world today in this way. He will give His Son to call believers to paradise. The Father has given all judgment to His Son, and the Son of God will return to the world. And He will speak. And the dead shall come to life. And the Spirit will give immortal life who are formerly mortal bodies. So my dear friends in Christ, what is it, Pastor, that you're saying? Well, maybe I can sum it up in this narrative. You see, there are many unexplained phenomena in nature. For instance, there's something called quantum superposition. Scientists have discovered that one atom, it can be found simultaneously in two different places. Even being connected miles apart. Albert Einstein, he called this spooky action. Sounds strange? Indeed, and it is beyond our imagination, science has shown that when something travels extremely fast in relation to other things, time actually slows down for the speedy things. We're not talking about clocks or watches or things of that nature, but we are talking about time itself. Sounds strange? Indeed, it is beyond our imagination. Should not the creator of such things be even more incomprehensible? If the nature of the atom or time can be outside our thinking, does it not make sense that the very nature of God is outside our comprehension? Truly, this is the nature of our triune God. Holy Scripture, and not science, reveals that there is but one God, one being, one essence. Yet Holy Scripture reveals that beyond our comprehension, there are three distinct persons, each person different from the other two, and yet each person being 100% God. So we shall know our God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit into all of eternity. The Father will eternally love us as into eternity He yet gives His Son, who as a man conceived by the Holy Spirit will continue to dwell with us uniquely, banqueting with us in the heavenly mansion forever. So what more is there to say but then Amen. So say it. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.